How long could the Iowa student athletes that have been gambling sit out of competition? We have some numbers here for you today. We'll break that down. Iowa softball advances and a little bit happening in the world of Caitlin Clark. All today on Locked On Hawkeyes. Our Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. I'm Trent Condon, and this is the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen every day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, and you can also find us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. lets you know when we go live. lets you know when a new episode is up, and it helps us get in front of more Hawkeye fans. A lot going on in the world of Hawkeye athletics. The Iowa softball team survives in the opening round of the Big Ten Tournament as they dispatch Maryland, a much bigger step in front of them, though. Number one seed Northwestern on tap later this afternoon. The Iowa baseball team with the Monster Series also coming up this weekend against Michigan State as it pertains to NCAA seeding, getting themselves in good position to be a tournament team, and what's going to happen in the Big Ten tournament, plus what lingers over above everything with the 26 student-athletes under investigation for sports wagering. we got more information on that as well. Really good article today from Chad Lystico of the Des Moines Register where he goes and breaks down the numbers that are out there from the NCAA and what it triggers as it pertains to a suspension. So at this point in time, what we do know as these student athletes are under investigation from these sources that I have heard, we have found out that this is not anything with improprieties and betting. We're not talking about game fixing, point shaving. That is not what this conversation about. And more than anything, it appears that what they were looking for is trying to find people under the age of 21 that were betting on college sports. So that is what we know at this point in time with some information from some sources and what has been out there and put out by the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission in their release and some of the comments that have been made by Brian Orilko, the uh, head of the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. So that's where we are right now. So as we we look at this a little bit deeper and we continue to go through and, and figure out what is this going to mean, he continue to hear that maybe there's not going to be a ton of prominent names. Keaton Anthony, that's a big blow for the baseball team. But when we're talking about football, we're talking about basketball, maybe not the same level of concern that is out there for some different people. You know, it's not... It's not the headliners, and maybe that's a, a little bit crass to say, but I think as fans, that's kind of the way that we're thinking, right? You don't want to be losing some big-time players, and very well could still be the case. We will see, but that's what we know at this point in time. Very interesting, though, in this article is the way that it was broken down by Chad. He does a great job. Of course, you can follow him on Twitter. Hawk Central is the website where all the Hawk, Hawk information is with the Des Moines Register. Several tiers of potential reinstatement that are notable in this case. So if you're wagering or risking $25 or less, no withholding penalty of eligibility. Pretty good, right? Sounds all right. Until you think of it this way. You made a couple of $10 bets. Three of them. Well, you're over that threshold. Okay. You made one bet for $25. All right. We're going to be okay. That's it. That's it. I'm going to guess, I'm going to assume, and it is an assumption, 
that if you are willing to open an account, you're willing to fund an account, that you're not doing it for $25 or less. Just a guess. But I don't think you actually have to be a person that can split the atom to understand. That's pretty good reasoning. Next up, bet $25 to $100. And this is in totality, at least the way that I understand it. A loss of 10% of the season. You make $11, $10 bets over the course of an NFL season. Well, you pass that threshold. More than $100, up to $300, loss of 30% of the season. $300 to $500, that's a loss of 50% of the season. That's what happened with the Virginia Tech player. And more than $500, wagering a total, $500, sit out a season. That's bad. That's bad. Again, just an assumption, but I would anticipate This is not winning $500. This is not a profit of $500. This is wagering $500. Not at one time, over the course. And you very easily could put, say, $200 in account. And you can play with that $200 if you're betting smartly. And you easily wager well north of that. Even doing it $10, $20 a time. You're going to go past that threshold. These rules were put in place back in 2018. In fact, we speak to you here today on the anniversary of PASPA being overturned and allowing individual states to allow sports wagering to happen. We know Iowa was at the forefront of that, one of the first states to allow sports wagering in our state borders. I personally am thankful for that. I love betting. I've done it for a long time. Now being able to do it legally feels good. It's felt good now for... Well, not quite five years, but when the law was overturned and how quickly things have changed and conversations have changed. The student athletes know that you can't bet on sports. They know that. This is not looking to give them a slap on the wrist because they happen to be Hawkeye student athletes. That's not what this is. But a reevaluation, I, I think, is something that needs to be at least a conversation. It's something that needs to be looked at if you're 21 years old and that is legal in your state. Like you can't bet on your team. You can't bet on your sport. And even betting on athletics inside, you know, there's been a rumblings and rumors out there about an Iowa student athlete, not on the women's basketball team, but betting on Iowa in the game against South Carolina in the Final Four. Well, again, you get into inside information. The athletic community at most universities is incredibly tight-knit, lip, tight-knit, he tried to say. And you find out very quickly that they know a lot of the same people. They are intertwined in a lot of different ways. We see the big events that they have on, you know, the, the gala that they put together and everybody dresses up for that, but they know each other incredibly well. That is incredibly close-knit group that you have. And because of that, information can be passed. So I, I get that part of it. I have no problem with that. You're a Hawkeye student-athlete, can't bet on it. You're 21, you're a football player, you want to bet on the NBA? I don't have a problem with that. You're 21 and you're a swimmer. And you want to bet on the Stanley Cup playoffs? I don't have a problem with that. Maybe it's because of who I am. I can certainly understand that. And people can tell me where the dangers come from. There's dangers in a lot of things. We'll see what comes out of this, but some good information there. You can find the article over at DesMoinsRegister.com from Chad Lystico. Well, we're going to make the smooth transition into some gambling talk. Because for... 
many of you listening, it is legal for you. Over-unders have been released for the Big Ten. Win totals on the season. And the Iowa Hawkeyes number, I think, is dead wrong. I think we got a money-making opportunity here in front of us. We'll talk about that as we continue on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories? Then you need the best-tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me, want to find healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste, you want something that tastes good, we have the thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and they taste incredible. They're so amazing, you won't even think they're good for you. And what makes them so good? You got to start with chocolate. 100% real dark chocolate and great flavors. Churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream. I'm not sure how they do it, but Built Bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better? They're healthy, only 130 calories. Looking for something in the middle of the afternoon. Four grams of sugar and 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait for a box. We've been telling you for years about ordering Built Bars at Built.com. And you can still do that. But now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Head to Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff. And if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in. They got the big box, a 13-bar box of the hit flavors, brownie, batter puff, and churro puff. You can thank me later. Trent Cotton back with you again here on Locked On Hawkeyes. As always, thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen every day as we make our way into the world of sports wagering and FanDuel. If you haven't used FanDuel before, it's great. It's absolutely wonderful. Every day, as you know, I like to dabble. I am a daily better myself. So for your every dayers that are with me every day, I am every day with you in the bat- in the gambling realm. And it doesn't matter if it's baseball or football or basketball or hockey or something crazy comes up. I love to bet golf. I'm in it every day. I feel like I know the industry. On my radio program, my biggest client is Circa. Biggest sports book in the world. Was just out there. You see me, I'm back home now. And sad to be away, but happy to be home on top of it. I feel like I have a pretty good read of the industry. I'm not a pro. I've done well. I put all my picks up. They're all verified on the Action Network app, not in paid endorsement, just because I like to have my picks out there for people that want to tail or want to fade me. Well, they're all right there, and you can see it every single day. Just search Trent on in there, and you'll see all my picks. Anyway, I feel like I have a pretty good read. And maybe it is my black and gold glasses. And that very well could be the case. But for people that have been listening to me for a while, optimism for the teams that I root for is not exactly at the top of what are the descriptors you'd use for Trent Condon. It just isn't. Maybe it is a lot of losses throughout the year, a lot of frustrations. Maybe it's just who I am in general. I don't know, but that is not normally what I am. I think this Iowa football team is going to be very good with a chance to be great. I think there is no doubt that they should be the betting favorite to win the division. I think the odds are completely off on this team to win a Big Ten championship. I think they have an opportunity to be that good. And that means winning a Big Ten championship means beating Michigan or Penn State or Ohio State in that championship game. I get that. And it's going to be an incredibly tall task. But right now, you can find them at 14, 15 to 1 out there to win the conference championship. There are no division odds posted yet. Those will come out here. I would guess in the coming weeks, we'll get more into that. And I can't wait until FanDuel gets them up on the site because 
from everything that I see. I was not going to be the betting favorite, and I'm going to jump aboard, and I'm going to put some of my well-earned money on that one. But what is up right now is the betting odds for the over-unders. There's a look at them right there. No surprise, Michigan-Ohio State are the top two teams listed. Ten and a half wins, and there you see Iowa. They are the fifth team listed, same win total as Maryland and Minnesota, seven and a half wins. So we'll get back to the graphic in a moment, and we'll uh, take a look at things a little bit deeper. But if you're new to gambling, or this is kind of difficult maybe for you to understand, very simply, you're talking about regular season wins. Bowl games don't matter. Conference championship game doesn't matter. It's the 12 games that you play during the course of the regular season. That's the starting point. Don't worry about a bowl game. They get to the championship game. That doesn't count. 12 games. Iowa last year was historically inept offensively. They won seven games. The schedule is much easier. Incredibly easy compared to what they had to deal with a year ago. Buckeyes aren't on there. Michigan's not on there. The road trip to Penn State will be incredibly difficult. I get that. And you got to go to Wisconsin on top of it. And even as Wisconsin's going through transition, they're still going to be really good defensively. And they got a pretty good coach over there. And Luke Fickle. I don't think what he's trying to do and change what they're trying to be offensively is going to work at the big level that maybe some Badger fans hope for. But that's what we know. To see that number is seven and a half. To think that this Iowa team with an upgrade really across the board offensively. Quarterback is a huge upgrade. You go from at best a D quarterback and probably even worse than that to at minimum a B minus B. I I think that is the floor for Cade McNamara this year. Healthy Cade McNamara, at worst, he's going to be a B, B minus quarterback. And I think even has a chance to be better than that. You got an upgrade on the offensive line. All those guys that were around last year, they're back. Another year of experience, number one. And then you add two pretty good portal candidates, Rusty Feth and Dejon Parker. So you're upgrading the offensive line. Wide receiver is a huge upgrade. You get Raga Yini back. You get Deontay Bynes for a full season. You're hopefully you get Jacob Bostic for a full season. And you add Seth Anderson and, of course, Caleb Brown. Huge upgrade at that position. Tight end was really good last year. A one-two punch of Laporta, number 34 pick in the NFL draft, coupled with Luke Lachey, that was good. Well, Lachey, you saw his emergence as the season went on, and he is becoming a star in his own right. Then you throw in Eric All, who was all Big Ten two years ago. You know, as a duo, maybe better. And then you throw the third element in there of what we've seen out of Addison Estrega. Maybe you could argue that's not an upgrade. And then the backfield. Caleb Johnson, he's a year older. And depth that is built there. Sean Williams. I think Jazzy M. Patterson has a chance to be really good. You go one, two, three at that running back spot. Upgrades all over the place. Defensively, you lose Jack Campbell. Get it. You lose Lucas Van Ness. But that defensive line is as deep as you're going to find anywhere in the Big Ten. I really don't think there are teams that are deeper than what Iowa is up front with their front four. An all-ACC linebacker coming in in Nick Jackson. Jay Higgins took a huge step forward last year. A defensive backfield led by the All-American Cooper DeGene. We get to see Xavier Wampa out there, the former five-star, out there in a starting role for the full season. They're going to be really good. Special teams are going to be really good. And you're putting the number at seven and a half? I I can't wrap my mind around it. I just can't. Now, one element that you do also have to understand about this is there's something called the juice, the vig. And for Iowa you're going to be laying a little bit more big. So normally, you bet a game. You're betting tonight, you're taking a look at the slate, and you're betting a game. That normally 
means you're betting minus 110. If you're a $10 better, bet $11 to win 10 back, minus 110. If you're $100 better, bet 110 to win 100 back. Well, the VIG adjusts a lot in these win totals, and that's one area that you definitely have to keep an eye on. For Iowa, at this point in time, this is what you have. The Hawkeyes sit at the 7.5 win total. If you want to bet, though, the over on the Hawkeyes, you got to lay a little bit more to get your, quote, 100 back. In order to get that 100 back for the Hawkeyes, currently at this point in time, you got to lay minus 144. Bet 144 to win 100. Bet $14.40 to win $10 back. If you believe they're not going to get to that threshold, that they're going to be 7-5 and five or worse this year, you can bet the under, you'll get plus money. Plus 118 is the number. Meaning you bet $100, you win 118. So that's how that works. I think this number is dead wrong. I am surprised by it. Is there something missing? Yes, I know Brian Ferentz is still running the offense. But with Coppa to play a quarterback, the upgrade we're going to see there is immense. This offense has a real chance this year. I'm excited for it, no doubt about it. Also excited to watch a little more Iowa softball. That's coming up later today, Iowa softball, as they continue and their quest for a Big Ten championship. Maybe their biggest hurdle is in front of them. We'll talk about that as we wrap things up here on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. Trent kind of back with you one final time on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. As always, thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every day. Talked a little bit about the Iowa football team and the over-unders. We're going to take a deeper look at the Big Ten numbers as well as we continue. But uh, in the week, every day, as we got you covered on that one. Big win yesterday for the Iowa softball team. Congratulations. We talked a little bit about it uh, yesterday leading into the Wednesday matchup against Maryland in the first round of the Big Ten tournament. They win the game 7-1. to Senior Nia Carter has a great performance once again. No surprise as she becomes Iowa's single-season hit leader with 94. And the freshman, they hit again. Tori Bennett, she was good. Two for three, a couple of RBIs. And on the circle, Jalen Adams. She went the distance, a complete game, just gave up one run and three hits in the game. Iowa was outstanding defensively. Plays being made all over the place. This is a young team. Maybe this is a young team that doesn't know any better. Yeah, Nia Carter, she's on her way out as she'll complete her career this season and, and career, uh, completes, excuse me, an illustrious career. But just going out there, having that kind of performance, seeing what Jalen is able to do, so good. How about this? This is the first time that Iowa has adv- advanced past the first round of the conference tournament since 2018. Adams also threw her ninth complete game of the season. She feels like she could be a game changer for this Iowa program. The Hawkeyes now this afternoon, they get the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament and a top 20 team nationally. That is Northwestern. 4.30 will be the scheduled start on that one. You can catch it on Big Ten Network and looking forward to that. And hopefully a huge upset here. We saw another one in the Big Ten tournament yesterday with the home team, Illinois, getting the win against Wisconsin. So a lot going on. Iowa baseball will preview that one tomorrow as they get ready to start their series against Michigan State. Incredibly important for Big Ten tournament seeding and to solidify their chances of being an NCAA tournament team. And looks like we do not have or will not have any more news on the four players that sat out last week in the matchup with Ohio State. Michigan State on tap next, a big step up in competition. We got you covered. We'll preview that. We'll talk more football 
including a look around the Big Ten and those over-under totals, plus the conference championship odds from FanDuel, all coming up for you everydayers here on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. If you are an everydayer, you made it to the end here, make sure to hit me up either on the comment section on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter as well, at Trent Conda. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Go Hawks.